This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. You know, some folks say there are four seasons, um, winter, spring, summer, and fall. But we're going to throw a fifth one in there. It is farmer's market season. And I am so excited to be broadcasting the Shaletta Show live from the Lakeview Terrace Farmer's Market in Robbinsdale. It's right across the street from the High V. Uh, there are so many amazing vendors out here. Uh, this is the brainchild of Shay Sandifer. Uh, Coach Shay is a wellness and fitness expert. And she uh, decided, you know what? I am going to bring uh, nutritional food. I'm going to bring farmers and vendors out here uh, to the community out here in Robbinsdale so people can come. And I tell you, it is beautiful. Uh, Katie May that is here. Uh, she has dog bandanas, cloth napkins, and cool towels. Hey, Katie, I'm giving you a shout out on the radio, girl. And my very own bed is here. Uh, these folks provide beds. They're a, a nonprofit. They provide uh, beds to children uh, who are sleeping on the floor. My very own bed. And Annie Q's tie-dye art is here. She has tie-dye clothing. It is amazing. I, I brought uh, I brought about a, a $150, $200. I have already spent it on food because Flame Mobile Kitchen and Caribou Coffee is here. It is just a beautiful way to spend the morning. I'm going to be broadcasting live uh, for uh, the rest of the Shaletta Show. We have a full show today until 2 o'clock. So Linnea Hoff, one of my faithful listeners, Girlfriend, I know you don't live too far from here. You better come and see me and hug my neck. Uh, if you and your family are looking for something fun to do, come on out here. Support these vendors. Support these nonprofits. Support this effort that Shay Sandifer has going on out here uh, at the Lakeview Terrace Farmers Market in Robbinsdale. Uh, 94 is closed, so I took 394, and I didn't have any trouble with traffic. Uh, I didn't have any issues getting here, so don't let 94 being closed stop you. Um, I tell you, it, it was just a blip. Uh, I got right on 394, uh, took that 100 north exit, and came straight here to uh, the Lakeview Terrace Farmers Market in Robbinsdale. So that's where I'm going to be. I'll be talking to some of the vendors. I'll be talking to some of the sponsors. And we've got a full show today. And I am so excited um, because I get to talk to one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, and that is Minnesota's own Attorney General Keith Ellison. And, you know, a lot of times we talk about policy and we talk about what's wrong and, and how he's going to fix it and the work he's doing, and he works so hard uh, to make sure that, you know, Minnesotans are safe. 
that our businesses are safe. And I didn't even really realize all the work that the attorney general does until I needed to go find him and get him to do some work for me. Um, and the way that he protects, especially small businesses, from being scammed and duped, it is just absolutely um, a labor of love and, and just always going above and beyond uh, the title and what the office calls for. So I'm so excited to have him back on the Shaletta Show, courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. But you are in another role today, sir. Congratulations. We are talking about your book. You are author and we are going to be talking about break the wheel today on the show congratulations talk about a labor of love oh my gosh this is just an amazing books for folks who have not picked it up uh this may be their first time hearing about it tell us about break the wheel well break the wheel is a book about uh, the, uh, the the trial and everything involving the, the George Floyd case. It was a it, when I got the case. Uh, it was uh, we knew it was a challenge. Uh, we had worked very hard to make sure that the, the truth came out, justice was was served. Uh, and in the end, you know, I felt like uh, I needed to write a book because I it was an important historical moment that needed to be documented and also could serve to drive a community conversation about how we improve relationship between police and community. Uh, so I, that's what it's about, ending the cycle of police violence. Now, after the murder of George Floyd, and after right. you, um, you know, worked so hard on that case, your entire office and your team, uh, you did a round of media interviews uh, telling your story. And, you know, it, 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 I saw you translated in French and I saw you translated in Japanese. I mean, these interviews that you were doing, um, you know, went all over the world. What made you decide to put a book together? Well, you know, so our Constitution, the United States Constitution, uh, fourth, the Fourth Amendment says there shall be no unreasonable search and seizure. Basically what that means is the government cannot use arbitrary force against the citizen, right? And, and, and you know, this is an international concept. It's our Constitution, but it's throughout the world. And so when people in Japan or people in England saw the man in the blue uniform with his knee on the neck of, the other, of, of George Floyd, they didn't need to know the circumstances and history of the United States or Minnesota. They saw that. They're familiar with abuse of government authority and so a lot of people around the world responded we went to uh my wife and i went to medellin colombia and they were they were uh they were there were uh, depictions of george floyd there were graffiti depictions mm. of of george floyd's image and you know i they i went to lisbon um uh in in, in portugal to talk about this matter and so it is an international issue and it's a local issue and we need to figure out how to bring police and citizens into harmony when it comes to policing. That's what that's what the book is about. Making sure that but, we can have a police force that, that where there's trust and there's mutual collaboration between citizens. But this is the thing: we got so far away from one another. Um, you know, right up to and during um, the. The, the the incident and you know it, as the case was going on 
you know, the bridges uh, just were exploding. Um, you know, initiatives that, you know, were happening that were supposed to happen to bring people together. Folks didn't want to participate in them. You know, what's the first step? I know this book is the first step, but what are you helping us to understand about building these bridges that were blown up, that, that, that seemed beyond repair? Well, one thing is that we all remember the days after George Floyd's murder. Uh, mm-hmm. The city was in was in bad shape. Let's just be honest. Yeah. It was. Yeah. You know, we had a curfew. We had uh, businesses being, you know, burned. We had people in the streets. All these things were happening. But here's something we need to remember. If you look over 10 years, Minneapolis alone has paid out over $100 million in police misconduct cases. Mm. The civil unrest approaches a billion dollars, more than a billion dollars in losses, just the civil unrest alone. And then the trust has been frayed. What I'm saying is that this is a problem that affects us all. Even if you were nowhere near Wash, you know, uh, Lake Street, you know, or, you know, the fact is, if you live in the in the metro, you know, this happened in our state. So it yeah. makes sense for us all to say, how can we make sure this doesn't happen again? What needs to happen? And, you know, one of the things I believe we need is we need accountability. We need we need to live up to the uh, the um, <clears throat> equal protection clause. Equal protection clause says nobody's above the law. Nobody's below the law. George Floyd's not beneath the law so that you can do whatever you want to him and there's no accountability. And Derek Chauvin's not above the law. He has to abide by the law, just like everyone. And so that's so we need to get into this conversation. And, you know, things things have changed. And, I mean, we're, we're in Minneapolis, we got some police leadership that I think is doing a great job. Mm-hmm. You got Cedric, Cedric Alexander, who's our, you know, commissioner of public safety. He's coordinating police fire, 911, uh, mm-hmm. you know, violence interruption, uh, mental health, uh, you know, crisis. He's doing all that. Uh, and then you got Brian O'Hara, who is the former chief in Newark, doing it, yeah. his thing here in Minneapolis. So things were, and, and also the state legislature just made new laws regarding the police officer standards and training board. That's happening. Uh, so there are things happening, you know. Uh, at the same time, though, Shaletta Congress has not, has not acted. You know, the George Floyd mm-hmm. Justice and Policing Act has not passed. That's yeah. not a good thing. They need to get yeah. up and get going. So these are these are some of the things. You know, we need to as a community we can't let this issue die or else it's just gonna happen again. And we don't we can't afford for it to keep happening. We gotta end that cycle. Well, I'm so glad you have written this book. I'm gonna take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, I wanna go through the the chapters and how you grapple with bringing justice for Mr. Floyd and, you know, the way it it all lays out and break the wheel. It is an amazing book. I've read it a couple of times. I'm sharing it with my friends. I'm going to share it with some very special people. I've got a surprise for Keith Ellison when we come back. It is 1122. Welcome back to the Shaletta Show on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. I'm continuing my conversation with Minnesota's Attorney General Keith Ellison. He has a brand new, soon to be New York Times best-selling book, Break the Wheel. It is available now wherever books are sold. You know, I know we all got our Amazon Prime account. You can get it there. But I always like to support our indie uh, bookstores like Red Balloon Books and Moon Palace Books and Gully Wobbles. You can go to any one of those locations and pick up this book. You can also order it online. It is a great read. Um, and, you know, it really gives us 
uh, a look inside what you were thinking and what you were going through and how you were processing things. Because I have to admit, watching George Floyd's case play out on TV, you know, we don't have that luxury in Minnesota. And to see it, and I, I often wonder, I wonder what he's thinking. I wonder how he's going to strategize on this one. How are they going to respond to that? You know, and so, you know, it is a great read and it is a great look into, you know, your thought process. And I'm so glad that you shared that part of your life with us in this book. Well, you know, it's important to document history when it's happening, especially when it's happening right in front of you. Uh, And so, you know, what I did is I I take whenever I'm in trial, Shaletta, I take a lot of notes. Because it's a, there's a lot of planning, you know. You you know when you watch a trial on TV or you hear about it, trust me, it's taken hours and hours for people to get together and write out what the uh, what the direct examination is going to be, what the jury selection is going to be. People are planning that, and we were planning that, and we're practicing too before it ever happens. And so, you know, I took those trial notes and I turned them into a, a book, more or less, plus other experiences I had that happened long before the tragic death of George Floyd. And and what was that process like? Um, Take me back to it because, you know, it's one thing to have notes on paper and share it with those closest to you. But how do you decide I'm going to open this up? I'm going to open this portion of my life up. I'm going to open my thoughts up with the world. Well, you just understand that it's not about you. It's about the world, right? The world needs to know what's going on in the world, right? And the truth is many of us have different walks of life, and you may not know what life is like for for somebody who lives in and around 38th in Chicago, you know? You may not know what life is like, and you might only see certain parts of it. So I thought, you know what? This is my contribution to help us understand us, Right. What was life really like for George Floyd? George Floyd was an unemployed guy, not because he didn't want to work, because he is happy to work. He he was a uh, a bouncer at nightclubs, and mm-hmm. one of his employers one of his employers was a good friend of mine. Her name is uh, Maya uh, Santa Maria. She owns the Conga and the Nuevo yeah. Rodeo. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and she employed George, and she said he was a gentle giant. It's true that he was six foot four, two hundred and twenty pounds, no fat. But it's also true that he was kind and gentle and wanted to use persuasion to calm people down. And if you look at all that tape, if you listen to that tape, which is so heartbreaking, he never curses at the cops. He never yells at them. He never Mm. says anything aggressive. Everything he said is Mr. Officer, Mr. Officer. And that's kind of the person that he was, right? And Mm. please. And and then he's yelling mama, right? And then I remember, you know, when I first got that call, when I first got the video, uh, it was my 25-year-old camp, uh, staffer who sent me the video and said, you need to watch this now. And I get up. I'm an early riser. I get up around 4.40 mm-hmm. every day, 5 o'clock. And so I touch the phone, and this tape starts playing. And, you know, and I'm like, I'm, it, it, it was just, I, even though I've seen it before, even though I've been around this kind of thing all my adult life, I was yeah. still shocked, and I was still devastated by it. And that was a week before I knew that it was going to end up being my case. Right. Right. But uh, still, you know, I mean, but I, it, it reminded me when I was three and a half years old, watching the, watching the, the, the military vehicles go by, uh, uh, standing up on my tiptoes, watching through the window. I grew up in the mm-hmm. city of Detroit. There yeah. was a major disturbance like this in Detroit. 
1967. I didn't see the riot, but I know that my dad was was helping people who were suffering through that, and my mom was really, really terrified about it, and, you know, uh, and it brought me back to those moments, you know, so that's what I was feeling. And by the way, Shaletta, I two blocks north of where George Floyd was killed in 1997, mm-hmm. we, re- we represented a young man named, by the name of the, J- Lawrence Miles, who was shot by a police mm. officer in the back, and mm-hmm. uh, we, we took that case to trial for a civil, in a civil civil rights case, and the, the jury returned a verdict in favor of the defense, which meant that Lawrence Miles got shot in the back, but never got a penny of compensation for it and has mm-hmm. medical problems to this day. So, wow. I mean, I was familiar with the area. I was familiar with the problem. Well, you, you're a man of the people. And, and so, you know, there are a lot of uh, politicians who, you know, went to that area for the first time who represent our state. Um, and yep. had never been in that area. And, and so, you know, there are not very many neighborhoods and communities that you're not um, unfamiliar with because you um, have, have a heart for people, and so you're always on the ground um, and and um, listening to their concerns and, and being an advocate for them. Um, and if you can't fix it, it's always a great connector. And so, I'm, you know, I, I just am amazed that you had the time to write this book. Tell me about the time commitment because I'm trying to figure out when you did it. Did you do it in your sleep? Have you slept? What is really going on? <laughs> well, what's really going on is, as I noted a moment ago, I'm an early riser. So I'd get up at 5 a.m. no matter what, you know, and yeah. I learned years ago if I'm getting, if I'm up at 5, now I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be yawning at 8. You know, if you're trying to get me to stay up at 10, I'm not that guy. I, I go to bed early. Some people are night owls. I'm not no night owl. I be getting yeah. tired. I got to go to bed. Yeah. But, but I do get up in the morning early, and when I do, I just made it a practice to – I just got up at 5, and I just started writing. And some days I wrote yeah. 200 words, and some days I wrote 20 pages, and some days I went back next to – the next day I wrote, so, you know, not even a paragraph. But – you just get up and you just every single day and, you, and but it does get easier. If, it, if anybody listening to the show is thinking about writing the book, the it's like pushing a car at it's at a dead stop. The hardest part is to get it moving, right? Because once you got it going, you begin it's going. to right. It's going. It kind of takes its own life on. It kind of moves itself, right? Mm-hmm, and then you mm-hmm. start remembering. Oh, I remember this happened. I remember that happened. So that's kind of how it went, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, you learn a lot about yourself writing a book, you know, and I know I did. Well, I learned so much about you as a person, um, as an attorney, as a community leader in this book. And I was talking to a girlfriend of mine, April Powell. She is a professor at the Thurgood Marshall School of Law at Texas oh, Southern sure. University. And Texas sure. Southern University is right across the streets from Jack Yates Senior High School, which is the high school that George Floyd graduated from. And, and so right. these lawyers um, that she um, educates are so connected um, to the case. They have followed you. They have followed the case. They have followed um, everything about this process since Mr. Floyd was murdered. And they look up to you and they revere you. So when they found out you had a book, they were so excited. And so what I'm going to do, I'm, this is a surprise. You don't know this yet. Uh-oh. I'm announcing Uh-oh. this right now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to buy 100 copies of your book. Oh, and I am going goodness. to send them to Texas Southern University, Thurgood Marshall School of Law, for my oh, friend, God. April Powell, to gift them to her 
uh, students at the law school. And they would oh, like man. to invite you to come down in the fall when classes start back. I told them I would moderate something and we'd bring you down and ask questions. So, so keep your calendar open September, October. I'm going to send the books now so the kids can have them, but I would love for you to join me um, in Houston, right across the street from Jack Yates senior high school where Mr. Floyd graduated to, uh, to talk to those students who have been following you and looking up to you and revere you. Well, that is a promise. Uh, we will be in Houston in the fall, and we'll have a robust conversation about how to make a more perfect union. About yeah. you know, look, we we know our country's not perfect. We love it anyway, uh, but you know, we're we are charged with trying to make our to it, our country better, right? And that means making sure that everybody is uh, equal before the law. That means everybody has due process of law. That means you can't take your nobody. The government can't take your life or your liberty without due process, right? And these are the things that we stand on. And uh, but these are just ideas unless people are willing to stand up and fight for it. And so that's what it's about. Well, it is about you standing up and fighting for the least of these in our community. It's also about this new book, Break the Wheel, uh, by Minnesota's own Attorney General Keith Ellison, soon to be best-selling, New York Times best-selling book. I'm naming it, Evan. I'm claiming it. You can get it everywhere books are sold. Uh, Keith, thank you. Brother Keith, thank you so much for joining the Shaletta Show today. Love you, friend. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. It is 1132. Y'all stick around. We've got more to come on the Shaletta Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. One thing I love about the Twin Cities uh, community is that we stick together. I remember when um, five of my family members died from carbon monoxide poisoning right after Hurricane Laura. I went to my fellow children's book authors and uh, had a crazy idea. I said, I want to take some books to Lake Charles, Louisiana, and give them away to children who had lost everything in the storm. And I didn't know what I was going to have or who would respond. And let me tell you something. Uh, Dr. Artika Tyner, 
came by my house and dropped off not only cases of her children's books, she also brought plushies and she brought bookmarks and she brought workbooks. And those children who had lost everything were so happy that somebody thought of them, that somebody remembered them. I was able to serve probably an additional 150 kids just on her donations alone. And then when the there was a shooting in Buffalo at the Topps grocery store, um, one of the mothers of one of the victims who was working there at the grocery store said she wanted to end racism through reading. And um, she was asking for a donation of children's books. Well, y'all already know I was ready to jump in my RV and go down with my own books. And Dr. Artika Tyna said, not without my books. And again, cases of her children's books were donated to children in Buffalo. Um, That's how we make our money as authors. We sell books. And she was willing to give away a majority of her inventory and stock and reorder so that children in Lake Charles, Louisiana and children in Buffalo had books and knew that somebody cared about them. And so I have just a great sense of gratitude and appreciation for this amazing author, for this amazing woman. And she is doing an amazing thing. All of her books are going to be in one location. There's a store. And Dr. Artika Tyner has like 5,100 books out, okay? And all of them are going to be in one location at one store. She is here to tell us all about it. Welcome, Dr. Artika Tyner, to the show. Dr. Tyner, thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show. Thank you for having me. I am just, I just, I can't ever say thank you enough to you for everything that you have done to help uh, this community? Well, I'm grateful. The community helped to establish me by investing in me when I was a little girl and supporting me in achieving my dreams and dreams I didn't even know I had. Now, you have how many books to your credit? Because, see, I thought I was doing something with my four little old stanky books until I, I went online to buy some of your books to give away to a school, and all these books popped up. So you have to tell me how many books do you have to your credit and what the latest book is right now? 35 books and counting. Wow. Dr. Tyner, you are an attorney. You are a legal professor. Uh, you are a community activist. Where do you find time to write 35 books? Writing the books has really been a labor of love. When I think about the stories that I didn't know, I'm relearning history today because I know black history is American history. So what I'm writing is the stories that I wish I had when I was growing up to have a fullness of who I am and the contributions of our community to society. And I tell you, I'm I'm still learning black history. Um, you know, you've got a series out that I purchased for my daughter that teaches history. Um, and, you know, she's learning about black women um, in the military who never really got an opportunity to um, get the spotlight or, or the name recognition. Their names are not in any history books, but you decided to put them in your books. Where did this passion come from to tell these stories um, that we're not learning in schools, but to make sure our children have access to them? 
this passion comes from me having a desire to get a deeper understanding of myself and the power that's within me. Because everything, when I grew up, it was this idea in school and this idea that potentially our stories didn't matter, that they weren't Mm. a part of the curriculum. So I decided to rewrite the curriculum. I do that every day as an educator. But what better way to do this, to also capture it in books, to not only just reach my students, but to reach students and those who have a passion for learning, wanting to learn about history and a desire to change the world, to make the books available meant making the information accessible to people all over the world. Now, 35 books is a lot. And I know how hard it is to get one book in a store. I'm working on a presentation right now to try to get books in the store. They want 10 PowerPoint slides. I'm like, look, if I do 10 PowerPoint slides, I might as well write another book. Can you just put the damn book in the store? But they want all this information and the background and the blood sample and a lock of hair. You have all of your books in one store. Tell us about the latest thing that you're doing. I'm working in partnership with Strive Bookstore, a locally owned bookstore that decided and very intentional on making a space available for independent publishers, those local authors, and to celebrate having all that brilliance, all that creativity in one place. Wow. Okay, so where is Strive? How can people get there? I want to make sure that as families are riding around, folks are coming to Lakeview Terrace Farmers Market to hang out with me, that they get over to Strive to not only check out the bookstore, but to buy some of your books and then donate them to uh, the local library, their church, uh, children's church library, uh, you know, their Sunday school library, their neighbors. If you don't have a kid, it doesn't matter. Find a kid. You got somebody in your community that you can gift these books to. Yes, this is true. And we invite you to come visit us over at Thrive Bookstore, which is located. This is their second location. They have one location in the IDS Center in downtown Minneapolis. The second bookstore is located at 901 Nicollet on the corner of 9th and Nicollet Mall, directly across the street from the Target store. And this is an opportunity, yes, for you to purchase those books for your family, friends, and community to be able to reflect the rich history and culture of not only African Americans, but of the world. Okay, so tell me about your latest book. Because I just bought a book, and then I found out that ain't even the latest book. What's the latest book? So hot off the press, I am a part of a series called Black Achievements. So I wrote three books in that series. One is Black Achievement in STEM. The next one is Black Achievements in Activism. And the third one is Black Achievement in Politics. Now, my hope is back in the day, we had the encyclopedias at home. So we used to fight to get to them between my siblings and I. So my hope is that Black Achievements can serve that same function. When their kids are writing reports about who was the first black female leader to run for the nation's highest office on a major party ticket, they'll know it was 1972 and it was Shirley Chisholm. If we have our children that are interested in joining the medical field, they can learn about Dr. Barry, who said if we can't get everybody to the medical clinics, we'll create flying medics to get to them. So those stories that we don't currently know or have heard of, this is like our new modern day black encyclopedia called the Black Achievement Series that's published by Learner Publishing. And you can find those at Strive Publishing. Now, are you going to be there doing any signings? Uh, tell me how people can also get to you. People can join me. I have book signings throughout the summer, especially this upcoming 
weekend and over the next week related to celebrations for Juneteenth as people are trying to learn more about what does it mean to help seek out freedom and justice and how we can all come together for that vision. So I'll be in Cottage Grove for a book signing. I'll be at Do Good Roseville. (laughs) So we are traveling. I will be at the Children's Book Institute. You can find me in uh, Chicago for the American Library Association for book signings. So we are moving. And when I say we, because it's not about me, it's about bringing the other authors through Planting People Growing Justice and other new authors together. And we are going out. We're sharing books. We're sharing information. We're sharing knowledge. And we're helping our young people to learn how to be the leaders of the future. All right. So uh, give us your website so the folks can find you. Yes, it is my name. It's Artika Tyner, A-R-T-I-K-A-T-Y-N-E-R.com. All right, it is 11.47. Dr. Tyner has been joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker. It is 11.51. You are listening to the Shaletta Show on News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. It is a beautiful day for my favorite season, farmer's market season. I'm sitting here with Coach Shea, and I tell you, she has cultivated an amazing uh, group of vendors. We've got food vendors. We've got creatives. Flame Mobile Kitchen is here. You can get you some caribou coffee. Katie made that has handmade uh, dog scarves. She's got uh, towels that says everything's better with butter. Uh, I think I'm going to get uh, two of those. I might bathe with those uh, because, you know, I, I just love butter that much. Um, and, and it's just so amazing to see all the fresh fruits and veggies. The lemonade out here is worth the ride alone. We are in Robbinsdale. I'm going to be here until 2, but the uh, market closes at 1. So get out here. You've got about another hour, um, but you still can get out here. You still can say, hey, and it's for families. My daughter is just walking around having a good time um, and she is enjoying all the food and all the fun and there's so many kids out here as well so get down here to say hi to me to to celebrate what uh, they've cultivated here at the Lakeview Terrace Farmers Market and also to say hi to Coach Shay. Um, you know, she is an amazing woman. She just won an award for being one of the top business women in the Twin Cities. Um, and, and she is here on the ground at the farmer's market, greeting everybody, hugging folks, eating corn, uh, and, and just enjoying this beautiful day. 82 degrees. I tell you, it can't get no better than this. Uh, I got somebody serenading me. I don't know who this man is, but I'm going to ask him to marry me. Because when I showed up, who is it? Peter Reddy. When I showed up, he was already here. He was um, playing his guitar. And and I tell you, Coach Shea has set me right here in front of him. And I have a great soundtrack to my show today. You know, but the one thing that I love about being out here at this farmer's market today, um, in addition to seeing all these small business owners who are out here selling their wares, is the kids. You know, folks are bringing their children here. And it is beautiful. My daughter came and and she thought she was just going to have to hang out with me and wasn't going to have anybody to play with. And so many children have come. She's been at the park nearby. And and that's the beautiful thing. It's safe. And, you know, all the parents are relaxed and they're getting their coffee while the kids play at the park nearby. I tell you, and the parking is great. Um, You know, one thing about some of the farmers markets in town is, you know, sometimes you don't want to go because the parking, you got to fight for space. 
and that's not the case. There's a huge uh, parking lot right here in Robbinsdale at Lakeview Terrace Farmers Market. Um, and we pulled right up and got on out. And I tell you, I can't wait to the top of the hour because I don't even have a dog. But I'm going to buy a doggy scarf from Katie Made that. I'm going to give it to Blois Olson. You know, his daughter just graduated from high school. So I don't know what a scarf for the dog be a good graduation present for the child i don't know i might put some money in there for lily but i think i'm going to get one of these dog scarves because you know for me as an entrepreneur it's so important that i support other small business owners and so as soon as i got out here um you know i'm trying to lose these little 18 ounces so i can get my hot girl body back um so i got me a salad from flame over kitchen they've got sweet corn out here um again i had some lemonade and i got a salad with grilled shrimp from flame mobile kitchen i thought they just sold barbecue they had a whole you know you I'm, I'm telling you this is what i'm gonna do when i get off the air i'm buying enough food for my kids so that i do not have to cook tonight um yeah i'm planning ahead that's that's called that's called good parenting Mm-hmm. That's what that's called right there. And so they've got just my daughter's already had a bride and, you know, they're grilling and you can just smell it. It just smells like summer. You know, on days like today, Josh, uh, you forget how bad this winter was. You know, I, what was it? The snowiest, third snowiest winter on record, I think uh, Mike Lynch said. So, Something you know, like it's it, yeah, it's nice to see grass, Josh. It is. It's nice to see grass. It's nice to have your kids with you and you don't have to put on the snow boots and coats and hats and gloves and scarves and all that good stuff that you could just come out here. You can hang out. You know, we got our open toe shoes on, Josh. I know you're back at the studio. I'm sorry. I'm not trying trying to rub it in your face or anything but it is beautiful out here it's 82 degrees but with the cloud cover the sun's not beating directly down on us so it's cool enough that nobody's sweating and the mosquitoes aren't bad yet yeah you're ruining my suntan right now i'm trying to relax in the cco <laughs> studio and get some color and you're just you're just ruining it all for me you're blocking blocking you're ruining my nice sun shady area here in the cco window i'm trying to get whatever tan i can get while i'm away from the, uh, the, the board here Ain't no sun in that boy, buddy. Ain't no sun. You you gonna have to step out at the top of the hour. Go outside and get a little bit of that sun in your life. Cause I'm telling you, I'm two shades browner uh, than I was when I got here, and that's a good thing. These Minnesota winters, they have me pale. I walk around here looking like Kathy Worser. I'm like, oh my God! I saw a picture of me, and I'm like, who's that white woman? Oh damn, it's me. I got no sun this winter. Zero sun, so it's nice to get back to my natural cocoa butter skin color. So I, I'm excited about that. But I'm also excited about the next hour of the Shaletta Show. I'll be talking to the folks from Flame Mobile Kitchen. Uh, they're gonna be here uh, to tell us all about the their uh, mobile kitchen, the the food that they serve, what they've got available out here at the farmers market. And you know, I had them catering event when I had the George Floyd uh, children's book that I wrote uh, a big launch they catered that and they fed a hundred and something kids and everybody was walking around skipping and singing the food was so good so you know if you like if kids like your food it's got to be good so we're going to talk to them about the secret in their recipes when we come back this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 